to an engaging hour with a variety of angels as our guests. Welcome to Angel Healing Party with your host, Andrea Keller. Andrea is your angel intuitive, here to help you find out more about your life just by asking the angels whatever is on your mind, or more importantly, on your heart. Now, here is your guide, Andrea Keller. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another show of the Angel Healing Party. I'm really excited to be here again this week. We've had something kind of interesting happen. So all I can do is just kind of shake my head and laugh at the angels because what the heck, this is kind of funny, but I was supposed to have a guest um, and I'm trusting she still will call in, Kathleen Peterson, and she was going to come on the show today and we were going to discuss channeling. Uh, She is an author of a book as well um, where she basically channeled the archangels and other light beings and put together a book of small chapters which I personally read and love. So hopefully she still will come on the show. However, in the meantime, it was actually kind of funny because as I was thinking of the questions to ask her, I had a little thought in the back of my head that I might possibly be answering these questions myself. So here we are, and I guess I'll be answering the questions myself because I actually channel angels as well. So let's just go for it then. Why not? So I'm just going to begin by starting by inviting all the angels in so that we can just receive, as always, the messages we need to hear personally today. So I'm going to call on all four archangels, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Gabriel, and Archangel Uriel, to just surround all of my listeners right now. And I call on all of my listeners, angels and guides as well, to surround them, their room, their car, wherever they may be while they're listening to this show today. And I ask and invite you as a listener to just open up your heart to receive any messages that you may need to hear in this show today for your highest and greatest good. And I call on those same archangels here today to guide and to lead this show and to protect this room with white light. And I call on all of my angels and guides as well to bring messages of light and love to all of my listeners for their highest and greatest good. Okay, so what I would like to start with then is I figure I will just answer, like I was saying before, my own question. So today's show will be all around channeling. So the first question that I was going to talk about or have Kathleen talk about was, how did you first realize that you could channel? So I'll just turn that question around on myself and tell all of you how I personally began to discover that I had the gift of channeling angels. So what happened was, is that all my life I've been incredibly sensitive and intuitive emotionally. However, I never really, as a child, could see energy or angels from the other side. It wasn't actually until I was an adult that I was, be, uh, that I was able to see people who'd crossed over and the angels. 
So how that all started was, as probably most of you know, I am an acupuncturist. And I opened up a clinic in Saskatchewan about four years ago. So I started offering acupuncture. And then I, after that, had gotten my Reiki master's certificate and started offering Reiki to my clients as well. So it was during one session with a client where I was offering Reiki. And before I, or as I offer Reiki, I'll often see visions But again, I had never seen the angels or deceased loved ones until working with this one client in particular. So I'm just doing my basic basic Reiki session on her. And then all of a sudden, I see this man show up in the room. And people sometimes ask me, they'll say, when you see things, do you see things like, you know, as clearly as I see this plant in front of me right now? Or do you see things as if it's in your imagination? And how I saw this was, yes, it was for me personally, I saw it through my third eye. And I saw, it's almost like as if you close your eyes and you imagine a red apple. That's what it looks like to me when I see things on the other side. So I saw this man. And not only did I only see him, but I also felt things. So for example, my chest got very tight And I felt that he was placing his hand on his own chest to show me that he had passed away from a heart attack. And at that very moment, I heard an airplane fly over top of me. And to me, it reminded me of a war plane. And so I thought, oh, maybe this man was in the war. So I tuned into that. And then I also had a sense of that he, I sensed that he was an elderly man. It wasn't a child. It wasn't middle age. It was a little bit older of a man. And then I heard the word father. So I was like a father figure, or I didn't know if it was like an actual father. So I told my client everything that I had been seeing. And thank God that I really had a good, strong connection with her already, because otherwise I might have sounded nuts to her. But she was very open and receptive. And not only that, but she was also very affirming. And right away after I explained everything I'd seen, she knew right away who it was. And it was beautiful. He had a beautiful message for her. And so I was able to tell her or speak, I guess, on his behalf to her. And she received a lot of healing that day. So I realized then, my goodness, I might have a gift here because I don't think this is normal. (laughs) Or, well, really, there is no such thing as normal, but it wasn't my normal. So I decided to go and take a mediumship workshop. So I did that. And during that weekend, I discovered that, yes, for sure, without a doubt, I did have the gift to communicate with beings on the other side. So I began, then I came home and I began offering that as a service as well. I offered, I began offering mediumship. However, as I was offering mediumship, I would realize that there was kind of two different energies in the room for me when I was actually channeling the me or, or channeling the person who had crossed over. That held a different kind of an energy, kind of like denser energy, a heavier energy. And occasionally, when the client was asking me questions, I would hear from a different form of energy, and I always point to my right because for whatever reason, I feel like they're always there on the right hand side of me. And when I would tap into that, it was such a gentle, soft, loving, and pure, and 100% accurate energy. And so I began to kind of observe 
what was happening throughout my sessions. And in time, I realized that the people or the collective energy that I was channeling on the right-hand side were actually the angels and the angelic consciousness. So that is how I first discovered that I had the ability to channel. So the next question (laughs) that I was going to ask Kathleen, but I will ask myself, is how do you know who you are channeling? So this is, I think, personally... Um, a really interesting and a a really good thing to kind of understand because you want to make sure and feel comfortable with who you are channeling. So for me personally, um, when I found out it was the angels, it was how I found out that it was angels was because of the feeling that they brought for me. So there's different dimensions. And on one dimension, there's... It's like that's where all of the, there's a third and the fourth and the fifth dimension. This is not my expertise, so I'm not going to pretend that I know all of this. I just know that there are different dimensions and that the spirit guides and the people that have crossed over are on one dimension, just because I want to screw this up. Let's just say for sake of saying it's the fourth dimension. And then that the angels would be on the fifth dimension, a little bit higher of a dimension. And the way that I can discern that is, again, through the feeling. So we all have different gifts. Some of us will, again, be feelers. Some of us will just have a deep knowing. And some of us will have an ability to see or to actually physically hear. So for me, my personal way of understanding or communicating is through actually, sometimes I get that knowing, but my number one way would be definitely through feeling. So I can feel when the energy in the room is heavier and denser and I'm working on that, let's say the fourth dimension, and with the guides versus the angels on the higher dimension where it's a lot lighter of an energy and a purer form of energy. So that's how I could discern and tell who I was channeling. And then I got more specific. I also used those same gifts I was just talking about to just ask for specifics as to whom I was channeling. And for me personally, I received the name Archangel Raphael. That Archangel, is that wasn't surprising for me because that is the Archangel that works with us as healers. So anytime we need to be healed or we're asking for healing physically, we can call on Archangel Raphael. Or anybody that's in the healing arts, you can call on Archangel Raphael to help you. And I see him as coming in and healing my clients. So I channel him as well. And then I also heard Emmanuel and Ezekiel. So what I can tell you about that is when you hear, oh, and and Ariel, Ariel as well. I believe that she is my guardian angel. So what I can tell you about names is that we'll hear sometimes these names and think, oh my goodness, whatever, that's not, how can that be true? How can that be accurate? That's not, I just made that up. But my advice to you is just to go with it because what are the odds that we would make that up? And even if we did make that up, it's, it's okay, right? Because I know that the angels, they will, again, like they will come and show us and they will be there for us and they speak whatever language we kind of give them. So really, names are just names. But it'll just be, it'll hold the energy for you. So for example, 
behind Archangel Raphael, I hold a certain energy for that Archangel to come in, and they'll recognize that. It's a vibration when I say that name, and that angel's going to come forward and speak through me and speak to me when I call that name. So whatever name you hear, just trust that that's right for you and just go with it. Okay, so um, that is who I channel specifically. The other thing I should say too with who I channel is when I do readings for my clients, I actually call on their angels and guides as well as mine. And what happens is that their angels and guides will communicate to mine who then relay the messages to me. So it's a group effort, a joint effort in those situations. All right, so the next question that I'm going to answer is, do you choose your guides or do they choose you? And my answer to this question would be both. Because I do believe, as I think I've mentioned before, that we all have guardian angels. And that these guardian angels are with us from the very moment of conception. And when these angels, they come into our lives and they're there to assist us. And as I've mentioned before, we do have free will. And so these angels, they stand beside us. And they're always there to intervene, to offer us healing, to offer us support, strength, whatever it is we're needing. And it's just a matter of us asking for them to help us. And then they're there in a heartbeat. So those beings of light, I do believe, have chosen us and are there working with us from the moment of conception. Personally, I also believe that we also have guides that are with us from the very moment again of conception. I feel like some of these guides can be a part of our soul family. So that's a, whole, that's a topic for a whole other show. <laughs> but um, yes, so these guides, they may not have come and joined us in physical form here on this earth, but they might stand beside us in the spiritual realm and offer guidance on the other side for us as we live out our journey or existence here on this plane. So they, again, we may have had this agreement before coming here that they were going to be our guide throughout this lifetime. And then I also believe that guides will come in and out, and angels will come in and out of our lives as we need them. So for example... I was telling you about how I work with Archangel Raphael in my clinic. And when I'm working with a client, I will call in specifically Archangel Raphael to come in and work with my clients. So that would be an example. He's not there all the time in my life, but that would be an example of me calling him in. Okay, I am going to answer so many more of my own questions, ironically, uh, when we get back, but we need to take a commercial break right now. So you are listening to the Angel Healing Party on Voice America, and if you want to send me an email, if you've got questions about channeling, if you yourself feel you have the gift and you're wondering how you can activate it or you need clarity or guidance in any way, shape, or form, you can always send me an email at andkeh at outlook.com. 
and I will answer it here on the show. Okay, we will be back in a few minutes after this commercial break to talk more about channeling. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Much can be learned from the new children who embody a higher vibration and consciousness. However, the world we live in has not always been understanding of the gifts, differences, and awarenesses that they contribute. Listen for Journey with the New Children, Teens, and Adults, presented by Saturn Three Light Flyers. Each week, hosts Michael and Janice Bordway, along with their son and frequent guest host Tristan Bordway, share the discoveries of parenting and being one of the new children. It's an amazing journey. Join us Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the program Inside Out, our outsides match our insides. Join host Beth Green along with co-host James Maynard for an insightful weekly journey that lets us all be real with no boundaries. We'll discuss current events, interview amazing guests, challenge old ideas, and see ourselves and our world more clearly. It's about you as much as us. So you're invited to call in, write in, and most of all, tune in. Listen for Inside Out, live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. Welcome back to the show. And today I am answering my own questions because my guest speaker, we must have had a misunderstanding or a miscommunication around time. So Kathleen Peterson was going to be on the show and she may still call in. We'll see what happens. Again, that's how I kind of live is that everything happens for a reason and you just never know what life will bring. So... I kind of signed up for that when I started this radio show, though. I just trusted that I would just run this show according to whatever the angels wanted me to say, whatever we, whatever they wanted us to have happen in this show. I just trusted it would be that way. So here is an example of this. So anyways, we're talking about channeling today. And for those of you that are just tuning in, I had written down a bunch of questions I was going to ask Kathleen. However, I myself channel, and so I thought I could just answer my own questions. So, we were just talking about, in the previous 15 minutes, about how I personally discovered my gift of channeling, and about how I knew how, or sorry, how I knew who I was channeling. So, I was just touching base on... What I was about how um, different guides or angels can kind of come in and out of our lives. 
And in regards to channeling, the same thing can happen. That one day I might be channeling one archangel and another day I might be channeling another. Or sometimes in my channeling sessions, I'm connecting with, like we talked about on the last show, with animals and with the energy that they hold and the lessons that they can teach us. Which brings me to another point. With channeling, sometimes people always think the whole Hollywood channeling where your eyes roll back in the back of your head and you do this trance channeling or where they think of channeling as the spirit coming into your body and you lose all control and it's very frightening. And I just want to clear up kind of the fear around channeling today. We all, in my opinion, have the ability to channel. Let's just go back to the animal guide experience that we were talking about last week. And how we can connect with animals would be to just get into a quiet space, think about the animal, think about their natural characteristics, and about how they operate in life. And you can just tune in to the energy of that animal and then just receive any information. And it might come through just a feeling or it might come through, like we were saying before, a vision. Or you might hear things audibly. Or you might just know what their message is to you. But in that moment when you're connecting with another energetic form, whether it's an animal or another person or the other side, that to me is channeling. So we all have this ability. Channeling to me is just a connection, like two phone lines. It's just us picking up the phone here in this realm and we're just dialing out and connecting with whomever it is we're choosing to on the other side. And it's just by holding that space, holding the energy for that to happen, that's channeling. And then within that, some of us are called here, I believe, our life purpose is to channel because some of us are here to offer guidance to others. And so that's our life purpose. So we might just have a little bit of a clearer ability to do that. Doesn't mean that, you know, we're all high and mighty or better than anybody else. It's just that we kind of signed up ahead of time to have this experience and this purpose to help others. But at the end of the day, what I'm talking about here, everybody has the ability to do for themselves. So, yeah, maybe that's something that you've already been kind of thinking about or thinking that it would be kind of fun or interesting to communicate with the angels or other beings of light on the other side. And if you are, I fully encourage you to do so. I'll give you some tools yet at the end of the show as to uh, how you can begin to prepare to channel these angels or whomever you're wanting to connect with. Okay, so back to my questions here. The next question, I kind of answered already one of them. But the next question is, do we need to protect ourselves in any way from negative energy when we open ourselves up? I love this question because anytime I say that I am a channeler or that I channel the angels or like we were saying before, anytime you hear the word channeling, right away people get afraid because they think of like Poltergeist and all these other horror movies out there. 
And again, I think it'd be great to break through that myth. So what I believe is there's several things here within this question that I'd like to address. And the first thing is, is it's always about your intent. So for me, when I started this, my intent with that client that day was to offer healing. And when I offer healing, I call in my angels and guides and other beings of light And I ask them always very specifically, just like we did at the beginning of the show, I ask them to create a safe space. So I envision that I'm working in a white light or a white bubble, that nothing from the outside that is negative or lower vibrational energies can come in. So the first thing I would like to say, if you're considering channeling yourselves or would like to get more involved with this, The very first thing to write down right now, if you have a piece of paper and pen, the very first thing when you're setting up to do this, oh, I guess we're going to give you tools a little bit earlier. (laughs) I thought this wasn't going to happen until later to the end of the show, but I guess we're going to start now. Um, So the very first thing that you want to do is set up your space, cleanse the space with sage, with whatever it is that you have. I also like to use um, some rose oil. That's a very high vibration, and that is also just clears the room, lightens it up energetically. Or if you're into Reiki, you can use your Shokurei symbols. I do that as well sometimes. Just, again, creating a safe space. And then I like to call on those four archangels I mentioned, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Michael, and Archangel Gabriel, and I invite them to stand in a corner of each room, in each direction, and I envision them holding hands and surrounding my entire treatment space, or my reading room, or just my personal space, and surrounding it with white light, and standing guard, protecting the space. So again, only light and love can come in. And that is so, so powerful that It's so uh, truly only light and love can come through. So when that's all done and set up, I feel really safe and I feel very secure. The other thing is, is when we take the next step and we invite someone in to communicate with, whether it's somebody that we've lost, say it's like a father who's passed away or a best friend that's passed away or a child, I always like to light a white candle to represent whomever it is I'm wanting to communicate with, whether it's the angels or anybody that's crossed over. So I will light that candle in representation of them. Sometimes, because a lot of times this involves working with the heart, that's how I believe we receive our messages. So I often have rose quartz as well. Or I have, um, like even right now, I have a statue of Archangel Michael here just to physically represent that there are angels present. And then from there, I connect with people on the other side and I call them in. So what I do, though, for me personally, what I really like and how I feel safe is if a client is wanting to connect with somebody who, let's say it's their father, I will call an Archangel Michael specifically to go and get the soul of that father and usher him in because then I feel safe because I know once again I trust Archangel Michael and I know that he is ushering that father in. And then from there, we just begin our conversation. 
So I should, I just also feel I want to address that some people, for me personally, I set up my own guidelines. I say whoever comes in the room stays on the perimeter. They can't come close to me because I'm so sensitive energetically. Um, They can't come close to me and they cannot enter my body at all or... And what I mean by that is that, yes, some people do have the gift of trance and some people feel, which is just when the spirit will actually come in their body. And that's totally fine and I completely respect that. And some people, again, like that's their gift and they're very powerful in doing so. And for those people, they will have a whole different list of boundaries. But for me, because this is my own personal boundary, I would rather not experience that. So I say, and I set that boundary that anybody coming through needs to kind of stand on the outside of the room. And the other thing, too, is I will often set the boundary where I like to hear still, even though they're present, I'm still getting my insight from their angels and my angels. So there's not as much direct conversation, just because that's my own personal preference. So my third point there is just to, when you're, after you've lit the candle, called in the individual, my third point is to then set your own boundaries. So, and by that I mean, what makes you comfortable? What will you permit in this space? And what will you not permit in your space? Because we are all very powerful and we have the authority to say what we will and will not tolerate within our reading room or clinic space or whatever it is the area you're working in so just remember that and again this is my own personal experience I'm sure there'll be books out there that will tell you something else and and honestly at the end of the day I encourage all of you to pull out different pull things out from different resources and find what works for you because we all are diff, we all are different and we all do have different purposes with a gifts of channeling And so that's why I just really encourage if there's anything here that resonates and you're like, oh, I totally want to try that, then great. And if not, if something doesn't resonate, that's totally fine. Just let that go and listen to you, right? And and you really discern what will work and what will not work for you personally. Okay, so after you set those boundaries, then you just begin to channel. And that's the fun part. So this might come to you through, again, those four things. You might either just as you're sitting there, you might just get insight or get thoughts coming into your head that you know you did not think about. They just arrived and appeared there. Or you might, and that's just annoying is what I kind of say. Or you might actually start to get visions and you might start to see little stories unfold. For me, that's what happens personally. I I will see... Either if I'm just writing on a piece of paper, I will just start to see, let's say, a turtle on the water. And I'm like, oh, okay, so the vision's starting. So then I just start following the vision. I just start. I just pretty much I'm imagining um, the vision. And it's like the same as if you're imagining it. But it's like it takes a course of its own. So I just watch this turtle and I just follow it. And I follow the whole story. And then when the whole story is done, it's a beautiful metaphor for what my client's going through. Uh, Just a little, another example, for me when I receive visions, I used to always, when I started, I used to always see shopping carts. I'd see my clients pushing shopping carts 
And that was when I wanted to check in with their energy. And if the shopping cart was overflowing and they were just leaning on their shopping cart and they're exhausted, that would tell me where they were at in their life. Other people, I would see they would be taking groceries off the shelf and put it in the shopping cart. But every time they put a grocery or an object of food in the shopping cart, it would fall away and, and just drop out of the grocery cart, which would tell me that there's like... Um, Maybe they're running out of energy because every time they're trying to fuel or refuel or get things off of the shelf, it's it's like disappear it's appear it's disappearing really quickly. So in that case, I knew there was like a, a hole somewhere, something that was draining them energetically. So things like that. That's just an example of metaphors. And then other people might actually physically hear again what we were saying, might physically hear the messages, and then other people. I always encourage just to write. If none of those things are working, just start writing and just don't even allow yourself to think. Just start writing away a million different things and eventually it'll just kick out kind of like that, get rid of that ego part of our brain because it gives it something to do so that it distracts it so that we can really hear the messages that are coming through. That's what I find as well that will work for me. Sometimes I just start writing. So those are some ways that you can then actually receive the messages and, and channel those messages. So um, it looks like we need to take another commercial break here soon. When we come back, I will. there's a couple more questions that I'm going to answer, and then I'm actually going to do a general reading. I will actually channel and give everybody out there listening a reading today. So, uh, before I do though, before we go to commercial break, I just quickly want to summarize up what we were just talking about for the tools, just so you have them. Um, so the first thing that you do is you create your safe space. You're, when you're about to channel, you're going to create a safe space. You're going to clear the room, stage it. Do shoku ray symbols if you're into Reiki. Um, rose petals are wonderful or like a rose spray, pure rose oil. That'll raise the vibration. So clear the room. Call on the archangels to create that white light around you and create a safe space for you. Ask them to protect you and to guide you. And then the third thing I like to do is light a candle, a white candle, to represent the angels if I'm communicating with them or if I'm communicating with my deceased loved one. I like to do that personally. That's up to you. And then I like to call in the deceased loved one or in my angels. And if it's a deceased loved ones, I personally like to ask the angels to usher them in. And then from there... I receive the message and I channel and that will either look through or look like either writing, automatic writing or receiving visions, just getting insight and just knowing that what you've heard is them or you might audibly hear the messages or you may actually, oh dear, I'm missing one. Let's see, see, hear and feel, you might feel. You might also just feel that what you're seeing is them. Or you might feel, like I was saying before, a press, like a tightness on your chest if there's been a heart attack. Or you might feel a lot of p 
peace or something like that, depending on who. Or if it's Archangel Michael, you might feel a lot of power coming through in that energy or a lot of confidence and courage. You might just feel like you want to sit upright. That's usually his energy. And then from there, you just have fun and you just ask away any questions you want. And when you're done, you just thank all the angels and the guides and then you just close the space and you set them free, let them know they can come and go now as you please. And that's it. And all of you, again, have the potential and ability to do this. Okay, so yeah, when we come back after this commercial break, we will go more into, I'll just answer a couple more questions and then we'll do some readings for all of you listening today. All right, um, again, this is Voice America and you're listening to the Angel Healing Party and we will be back after this to talk about channeling. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Are you someone who strives to accelerate your spiritual growth? Living authentically? Everyone wishes they had a pipeline to higher wisdom to help them understand their life and manifest a new point of view. Join Holly and Paul Marwood, who will serve as your guides on Soul Genesis. They will share inspired guidance from the High Council of Orion, which can turn your questions into answers and your problems into solutions. Tune into Soul Genesis, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you considered yoga to promote balance in your life? Join host and senior Bikram yoga instructor Jim Callett for Yoga is Life Radio. On this show, we will show you that yoga is for anyone and everyone. Just as air, water, and life is for everyone, so is yoga for everyone. Yoga is totality, equilibrium, union, balance. Yoga is life. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. There are no limits to what you can do. Start a new direction in your life today. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to A-N-D-K-E-H at Outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. Hi, welcome back to the Angel Healing Party. So today's show is all about channeling. We were going to have a guest on the show, but we must have had a miscommunication so that's a little bit unfortunate, but that's okay, because I myself channel as well. So pretty much everything that I've already had set aside here to ask Kathleen, I've just kind of turning it around and answering the questions myself. So um, the last, what we just talked about here was I just gave all of you tools in regards to 
um, tools that you can use in your own life when you're wanting to channel, whether it's the angels or people that have crossed over, anything like that. So you've got those tools. Okay, so I hope that's useful for all of you. And again, if you ever have any questions at all about that, or let's say that you've tried out what I've offered you here, and it's brought up some other concerns or questions or blockages even, you can always feel free to email me um, or phone me. And we can always, if you find there are blockages, then we can always remove those blockages together through a Skype session. Or if you just have some basic questions around channeling, again, feel free to email me and I'll answer your questions. No problem. So that also brings up another point here with blockages. Sometimes when we're wanting to connect with the other side, especially for all of you out there that feel you have been called as a light worker to offer guidance to others through the form specifically of channeling or using your intuition. A lot of you out there may find you have a lot of resistance or fear around doing so. A big, big part of it comes from, I know from experience, it's really frightening to put yourself out there and come out of the spiritual closet and say that this is the work that you do. There's such... Uh, for me personally, I had a lot of fear that people would think I was crazy. Um, I felt I would feel a lot of judgment from other people. Um, people would just look at me like I had a third, I was going to say a third eye growing out of my head. But I guess I kind of do have a third eye. I just can't see it physically. But anyways, that idea. So I do understand how incredibly challenging it is to put yourself out there, you become very vulnerable. And you also, it's very scary because when you see these visions, you know, our, our brain tells us, oh, it's just a story or it's just a picture. And I totally made that up. And it can be so frightening to say it because you expose yourself, you're so vulnerable. And the other person on the other side of the table, if you're doing readings, could just in a split second look at you and say, that does not connect whatsoever. I think that you're nuts. And maybe that my biggest thing is if people say that um, I'm a scan artist or something, because for me, I know my heart and there, oh, I would never, ever, ever want to do that to anybody. Um, and so that, yeah, would be, that's very painful. And that's never happened. It's just fears, Right. And the other thing, too, fears can be deeply, deeply rooted from past lives. Because in past lives, we as light workers were always undercover, and it was not safe for us to step up and be the healers in public that we are. When miracles would happen, people, because we couldn't understand it, fear would get in the way, and they entitled us, or titled us rather, as being witches. So a lot of it is all just unfortunately based on people just not understanding what's really happening. Um, yeah, and I've been there. I've been on the other side of the coin too. 
before I got into all of this, I myself too was kind of a little bit skeptic of psychics and things like that because I didn't really understand. But as my gifts developed, I was like, oh, (laughs) that's ironic. I'm actually one myself. But um, it was just, I know from myself personally, a fact that I just did not understand what was really going on beneath the surface. So, um, with you, if you have past life issues or past life blockages, I'd also encourage you to tap into that um, and talk to that part of you or that fragment that's still around within you that needs to be healed because it has every right to be terrified because of what, it, what that part of you has been through. So, I would just encourage if that comes up, you can either, again, we can do past life clearing through Skype or um, I know some people locally if you're listening from Saskatchewan because that's where I used to practice I know some people locally there that can help you if you want to do it one-on-one but I just want to say that's very real and encourage you that if that is coming up to allow yourself to release that so that you can move forward in this work that you're called to do okay so That being said, now I'm going to do a reading here. So I'm going to pick a topic. A lot of people, let's see, let's go to, okay, I'll explain a little bit about the cards. So I like to personally use Doreen Virtue's cards. And if you're wanting to channel the angels, sometimes Oracle cards are a good way or a good tool for you to use so that you can just, it'll assist you with the communication. So depending on what you're, what you're wanting to ask, I'm just filling it out here as to which deck I want to use. And I'm going to go with this one. So I'm going to use the Mermaids and Dolphins deck. And again, holding the intent of speaking to all of my listeners I'm just going to shuffle the deck and then I'm going to pull a few cards and we're going to talk about, let's talk about the area of career. And I'm just going to see what the angels want to tell all of you around that topic of career today. So I'm just going to invite all of you to just take a deep breath and open up to receiving whatever message through this reading is meant for you to receive today. Just allow yourself to receive that. Okay, so I'm going to pick three cards. I'm going to pick the first card to represent an overall energy of what some of you may have just been coming out of here in regards to career. Next card is going to be around what you're currently facing. And then the next card is going to be your outcome card. So what you can look forward to in the future. Okay, so I'm just going to take a minute here to look at these cards. So the first one that we received, so this is the card of what you've just kind of been coming out of. And it's the, t- the card is let yourself receive. So allow others to give you loving care and receive without guilt or apologies. In the middle, this is what you're currently working through or going through. 
where you are right now, I actually pulled the time to move on card. It's time to let go of the old and the worn out so that the new can come in. And then where you're heading as to what's coming for you is the father healing card. And that's around your personal power increasing as you give any father-related issues to heaven. So that is an interesting one to pull right there. I asked for another card as well just to help explain that one. And if there's a card that ever comes up and you're wanting a little bit more information, you can always pull a second card. And the card that comes up along with that is to dream big to let go of the small thoughts about yourself and see yourself succeeding, which helps bring clarity then as to what that means. Now I'm understanding that more. Okay, so here is what I'm seeing with what you're coming out of. So the theme, what I'm being drawn to, is that around career, and I'm going to kind of not only, I'm going to go beyond career as well, because again, I sense this is more of an energy that's kind of been happening overall as you've been shifting and evolving in your own lives. So what I'm sensing from the first card with this let yourself receive is I'm sensing that the angels are feeling like a, like this proud moment of like a father looking down at their child and just being really proud so I feel like you've accomplished something in your lives and it feels like maybe there's been some old patterns or something like that within your life that you have been carrying for so many years and you've recently just been able to let that go and to stand um, in your own self-love and self-worth That's what I'm feeling specifically, that it's around that, that you've allowed yourself to receive. You've allowed yourself to really allow love to come into your life in whatever form that might look like. So, and it's saying here too, without the guilt or apologies, and that's kind of as well tipping me off to, or leading me to believe that it's these old patterns that you have released. So beautiful. I feel, again, from that message that the angels are really wanting you to know that they're so proud of you. They see your progress. They see the work that you've made. And they're applauding you from the other side. So that's what I see you just have come out of. And it feels as well, before we move on to the next card, it feels as well like... um, specifically inner child, it feels like a connection with that inner child. So let's say that perhaps some of you have um, been feeling like there's dreams that you're wanting to accomplish. In this stage, you may have just realized, oh, I really want to do this in my life. And you've allowed yourself to go there. You've given yourself the space and the permission to now move forward and take the steps that your heart is desiring for you to take. You're taking those steps now and committing to your life purpose and to making this work for you. So, great, awesome. I see, I see a lot of that self-love, self-care, um, and stepping forward. So, moving now into the present, we've kind of already talked a little bit about that. It's the time to move on card. And it's funny because I'm seeing a really powerful, in this card, it's a powerful woman coming through. It's like if you imagine this strong, beautiful woman, she's wearing white, and I'm seeing this as your spirit being strong, and it's like you're... You see where you're going. You're wanting to go there. You know you deserve to go there. And it's like the waves are parting as a result. 
and your energy seems to be in alignment. Like I'm feeling like there must be something you have your your eye on. You have a target. You have an outcome you're wanting to reach. And the encouragement is to just keep your eye on the target and to just continue to keep your vibration up there so that you will reach that outcome. I'm seeing, again, yeah, a lot of power. But, okay, the other thing that I'm seeing in this card as well is the idea of looking back. So just tune in right now as well. And there might be something that is still from the past, a little bit lingering, that you might still be holding on to. And that I'm just hearing, it's time for you to look at it. She's looking at it. Sometimes you might be feeling like it's easier to just not look at it and move forward, but the angels are very clearly showing me it's very important that if there's something that's coming up that is preventing you from moving forward, still maybe a little hook from the past that's kind of connect or trying to grab you in, really look at that and explore it and then let it go. So feel the emotion Let it work itself through energetically. Cut ties if you need to. Karma, past life, whatever it might be. Just remember to look at that. Let it move through and release it. It no longer serves you. And allow yourself then to fully move forward. So to summarize that, um, you guys have done so much work. That's what I'm feeling. Lots of self-love and self-care. You have your eye on the target right now. The angels are encouraging you to keep moving on. And if there's anything that is left, because it feels like a huge, huge chunk has already left, but if there's anything that's still little splinters in there, they're just encouraging you to still look at that and remove it so that you can fully be released and free to now move forward. And I want you to know as well that this is coming for you. Always if I'm seeing it, it's because it's happening or it's already happened. So just to know that if these splinters are showing up, it's no problem. Just recognize them and release them because they will leave. It's your time right now and the energy is around you right now to release that. So just let that go. And then finally, the outcome. Yes. It's this whole personal power card and this dream big card. And to me, it feels too around this idea of reaching that target and feeling the power. And the father healing card, to me, I'm seeing the masculine energy come through. Like just that powerful feeling. The picture on this card is of a man. It's, um, what the heck, I can't remember what his name is in this cartoon. Maybe it actually, I just, let's go with Zeus. (laughs) that's the word I just heard right now so I'm going to go with that Um, anyways powerful masculine energy which to me is like what this card is talking about too that your personal power increases and along with that card seeing this dream big card and it says in there specifically to let go of small thoughts about yourself and to see yourself succeeding what I'm also hearing around this is that there may be some fears now as after you've stepped forward and you're moving into this new path, a new direction, there might be fears now about the future because isn't that so typical of our human nature? It's like we conquer through the past and we let go of the old patterns and the old behaviors, but then it's almost like we need something else to pull in to worry about. And so then we worry about our future and will we be good enough and will we be successful? And the angels are just saying to breathe (laughs) and take a moment just to regroup and become present 
and to just trust. And again, I'm really seeing that target in front of me again. They're just showing to focus on that target and just, again, hold that vibration. That's going to be your challenge through all of this is just to keep your vibration on that level, seeing yourself as being successful, as succeeding. And again, knowing you deserve it because you've already claimed that, which is great. So just keep that up. Keep that vibration. So that is your reading for the week. And I want to thank you all so much for listening to Voice America. And this is the Angel Healing Party. If you want a reading on your own, feel free to contact me at www.andreakeller.net. And I hope this show has been helpful to all of you. Thank you so much for joining me. And we will chat again next week, same time. Thank you for joining us this week for Angel Healing Party. Andrea Keller looks forward to being your guide on another journey to find out what messages your angels want you to know next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Add a touch of light to your day.